0: In 2020, the world was plunged into the global coronavirus pandemic. And in March, the South African government announced a total lockdown for 21 days. Little did we know at the time that it was the start of what was to become one of the strictest lockdowns in the world. For five months, we in South Africa went through intense lockdown measures, with schools being closed, strict curfews, and enforced social distancing measures. Masks became a legal requirement, and there was a total ban on cigarette and alcohol sales. Businesses were forced to close, mass unemployment hit, and a panic settled in as people really struggled to feed their families and keep a roof over their heads. During this time, I hosted a weekly lockdown coaching series to support people in any way that I could to manage the spiritual, mental and emotional strain we were all going through. These episodes are from that time. This is episode four of the lockdown coaching series and today I'm going to be talking about the grief and loss that we're all feeling during this time of lockdown. Hello, my lovelies. So uh, last night, I think, was the first night in all of this that I hit the deck a bit. Uh, So my family's been in lockdown for nine days already. My husband got back from the States last week, so we went into self-imposed 14 days quarantine before all the lockdown stuff started. So today's my ninth day of being at home and not going out and, uh, you know, with my husband, with my daughter. So for nine days it's been absolutely fine and we really have been okay and we found a rhythm and we're all kind of moving through our our days, Um, you know, one day at a time. But last night it kind of built up and uh, my daughter was not in an okay state and she had uh, quite a meltdown. Um, and came at me with everything she had. And, um, you know, it is what happens when you're a parent, is that when, you're, when your child is not okay, you become the safe place for them. You become the place that they can come at um, and and feel held and, and and know that they can say what they've got to say and that you're still going to be there and you're not going to leave and run away. So for any parents, you know, it's hard being present when your child's going through stuff. Um, so last night was a big one. And... You know, her state, you know, obviously triggered me um, and feeling so futile at not being able to do anything and not being able to change the situation for her and just recognizing her frustration and her upset around everything that's going on. Um, But it it also then triggered some stuff in me uh, about some grief that, you know, I'm still trying to process in in my life um, relating to some stuff that happened. And as much as I have... Been doing work on it i just think that every day is so busy in our lives um that we don't really take the time we need to process the stuff that's gone on in our lives so when you're busy with school runs and family dinners and work and socializing and going out it becomes very easy to ignore the stuff that you're not dealing with so um the suppressed stuff uh, that you haven't really been facing is probably going to start emerging over these next three weeks And i just wanted to talk to you about that today because you're not going to be busy and you're not going to have all that external stuff to distract you from your feelings and from your emotions and and you're going to have to come face to face with some stuff so you know last night when this hit me you know i had a i had a good cry i love snotty cries they always make me feel better um and i just sat in the pain and i sat in my emotions and my grief and my feelings and i just i just let them be there you know and And I know from from myself that when you properly face an emotion or you sit in it, uh, it really does move quite quickly through you. It's when you resist the emotion and you deny it, that it becomes a problem. So... As I was sitting there in this state, I thought, you know, most of us are actually probably in this state at the moment. As much as my grief and loss has to do with the death of a person, um, grief and loss at the moment is existing with all of you around the whole world um, to the loss of what is going on in your lives right now. So we are facing a loss of Just a normal everyday life that is no longer available to us at the moment. So all those things that we took for granted, we just we've lost that, and and that is a big loss for us. Huge amounts of people are facing the loss of work and the loss of income. So there's a lot of grief associated with that. Uh, You know, a lot of people are facing a loss of a certain future. You know, as much as we never really know what the future is going to bring, we can always, you know. uh, put plans of action into place that can assure a part of it for ourselves. And we've just lost that. So a lot of people have lost a certainty around what's coming. Um, we're feeling a loss of safety and security and we're feeling a loss of our freedom. You know, we've been locked down for 21 days. So guys, there's a lot of loss going on and I want you to recognize that and and acknowledge it and and uh, make the space for the associated emotion around it to exist. So it's really important to sit with any emotion as it's going to arise over these next three days. And uh and I want you to stop being scared by what you would call negative emotion. And in fact, I'd love you to stop labeling emotion as negative. Emotion is just emotion. Don't put labels onto it. Because when you put a label of it being negative, now it's wrong. And um and and now you you can't uh you can't sit with it. So um instead of being afraid of your emotion just observe it. Observe what's going on. I am feeling sad. I am feeling scared. I am feeling calm. I am feeling creative. I am feeling panicked. Start labeling and putting a name to the emotion that you're feeling because When you acknowledge emotion and when you feel emotion, you are now allowing it to move through your body. And that is the way we process emotion, guys. You can't process stuff by just uh, uh, disconnecting and pretending it's not there. So acknowledge the emotion, feel it in your body. Breathe deeply into it and just let it start moving through you. And whether it takes a minute, whether it takes five minutes, whether it takes an hour, no emotion is permanent. And it's really important to know that everything is temporary. So just because you are feeling the sadness or the fear or the panic right now, it doesn't mean that's how you're going to be feeling an hour from now. So uh, let the emotion through uh, move through you. And and out of you, and this is also where exercise is really important. Exercise and any doesn't have to be exercise, but any physical movement really helps you to move and process emotion out of your body. So when you are feeling emotionally overwhelmed, um, you've got to get a, a handle on your mental thought process that's that's behind the emotion. So you can either be all uh, feel all futile and feel defeated by what's going on, and just focus on negatives. Um, but I'd like you to try and shift your thought process into something that's a bit more workable. So, you know, yes, this is happening and the world is continuing and millions of people will not get this and millions of people will be okay and many who have this will recover and, you know, it's not about overriding the negative statements with positive in order to ignore the negative, but it's also just allowing the positive to exist as well as the negative. Uh, We have to find balance in our thinking. So, you know, the, the planet and the environment is going through a massive period of healing at the moment. Uh, and what I'm loving about this entire experience is that as a, as a human race, we are having a very tangible experience of what a powerful difference we can make when we all choose to stand together and uh, when this is all over, I hope that we never lose that and we never forget what we could do when we all uh, stand together to make a significant difference on this planet. So I think we are all finding our humanity hugely through this, and it is one of the huge gifts that's coming out of this experience. So all I can say for these next three weeks is please, A, let your emotions be real, be, do not dismiss the emotions of anybody that you're living with. Uh, your kids are going to be in fear. You're going to be in fear. When that stuff comes up, just acknowledge it and let it be there. Don't um, let anyone in the home feel that, that their negative or, or, or their fear is not welcome. And definitely don't try to override it with a positive statement. Um, people's reality have to be acknowledged here. And, uh, and and trying to always soothe it down with yes, but statements is not workable. Yes, no, I know that you're scared, but you know we're safe and we're in our home. It's not a workable thing to do. You're just dismissing the, the realness of what that person is feeling. So just sit with them in their fear and sit with them in their anxiety and just hold their hand. And very often you don't even need to talk. You just need to be present with somebody um, as, they, as they're as processing all of the stuff that's going on for them. So um, it also gives people better coping mechanisms around perceived negative emotion if they're allowed to feel them. If you're constantly teaching people that their negative emotions are not welcome in your space, then they're never going to bring the honesty and truth to you. So. Um, and then people in the home think that they've got to pretend that they're feeling okay. And they've got to pretend that everything is fine throughout this time. So please make a, a space in your home where everybody's emotions are welcome. And also, everybody's going to be feeling different stuff on different days. On some days, one of you will be feeling happier and okay. One of you will be feeling really angry. Another way, maybe feeling sad. Please just allow the space for everybody in your home to be where they're at with their emotions and stop trying to normalize or, or to regulate what everybody is going through. If you do feel that you're really struggling with loss and grief, uh, you know there are amazing amount of authors out there who are specialists in this field, and I think the one that that we mostly know of is is um, David Kessler. Uh, david kessler and elizabeth kubler ross uh, you you know that's a very well-known name in the field of grief and loss so um, i'll post uh, david's website up and you can see his books Um, look up elizabeth kubler ross louise hay has amazing books around grief and loss Um, so just do a search for some authors who can help you find tools and techniques and practices to deal with any fear loss and grief that you may be experiencing at the moment or that might come up for you over the next three weeks so this is me taking a deep breath and I hope you're all still doing your deep breathing and, uh, and we will get through this together guys, we really will. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I'm Leah C4 and you've been listening to the Get Real Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. If you felt inspired by today's episode then please subscribe, rate and share this podcast. Thanks for listening, and until we meet again, keep it real.